up a seat at the bar to join us for another episode of McAnally's Pubcast, a podcast exploring the fun and fantastical mind of Jim Butcher's The Dresden File series. Host Tanzan, Maggie, and me bring you another round of literary analysis on this immense, immersive, and colorful environment inhabited by Harry Dresden, the world's only licensed private investigator and professional wizard. Join an active and engaged community of new and die-hard dedicated fans focused on the fabulous themes, theories, characters, context, lore, and more. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 12.13, As You Wish, where we are covering the novel Blood Rites. My name is Tanzan, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. The crime you see now, it's hard to even take its measure. Chapter 18. Laura and Harry load the injured Inari and Thomas into the Blue Beetle and make their way to House Wraith. Once they arrive, so does Lord Wraith. So Harry's cursing himself in the last bit about helping out and fuck, fuck, fuck out and get the car. Decides, hey, he doesn't really have time to pop in and let Arturo know what's going on. But he does grab the cu- the, the puppy. But he does grab the puppy <laughs> and his and his bag. And a couple people see him, but he's like, ah, screw you. I'm like the super duper production assistant. I don't got an answer to nobody. <laughs> They're all like, what the fuck is with this guy? <laughs> Nepotism hire. <laughs> right? Uh, what, what a yeah. terrible nepotism hire that would be, though, really? Like, here's the shittiest job. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Go get me coffee. You know, when... So, you Which know. he never does. So. <laughs> you know somebody can't really do the job, so you're like, yeah, you can be my personal assistant. Just answer the phone. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Totally. Yeah, I can't even Just do that. Just go get me coffee. Yeah, Harry can't even can't even answer the phone. He's <laughs> using Arturo's phone. He just about trips over and rips it out of the wall anyway. So, you know. This guy sucks. This guy's terrible. He can do nothing. The only thing he's good for is being the Yeti and putting things on the top shelf. That's Thanks all for being Jones, That's all Jones got out of him so far. <laughs> I opened jars for you. <laughs> I mean, I guess he saved that one girl's life kind of. But, you know, aside from that, nothing to do with it. It wasn't production. hired for that. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, no production We're not paying existence. you extra for that. <laughs> Unfortunately, the one-ear vampire did manage to get away, so time is of the essence before Mavra decides to roll up and finish the job herself. That's right. Or might have been getting all chitty-chatty with her, so they don't want to risk sticking around. And And these damn vampires all get to carry cell phones. So unfair. Right? Hmm. Wizards don't get shit. Okay, in all fairness, it was less of a cell phone and more of some, like, mind meld kind of bullshit. Either way. But... I know. That's so always vampires can have I, I like how they've had to make that make that a thing in modern stories. They have to have an excuse for why all of these heroes suddenly can't just instantly call people and text people like we do nowadays. So they're like, Oh, uh, in Percy Jackson, I don't know why, but having a cell phone is a light up beacon for monsters, so none of us can have her use a cell phone because they'll instantly find us. And Harry's like, 
oh, I can't use a cell phone. I'll make it blow up. It solves too many problems to have a cell phone. Exactly, yeah. yeah. No, it did that. Modern technology is ruining fantasy. That's right. So they're like, now you got to come up with all these reasons why they can't have or it doesn't work. Must get rid of modern conveniences. How do we do so? I like uh, the Harry Potter universe is just like, we've never even heard of cell phones. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now the muggle children are like, "Uh, hey, guys, uh, we've got this really cool thing back home. (laughs) My favorite thing's a broom, okay? (laughs) Hogwarts is now a middle of Wales, no connection, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Except they do have other forms of communication, too. Their owls are pretty efficient. That's true, they get the owl, but better than carrier pigeons. But uh, (laughs) they can have more. But then there's still shit where they're like, oh, but you're not actually allowed to do any magic, so you still can't actually contact anybody if you're in danger. There's no magical 911 for, like, Harry. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you used the spell. Mm, We're just going to fry you now anyways. (laughs) If you're under 18, though, or 17, they'll find you instantly. Yeah, but that's just uh, what I mean, though, is they'll just get you in trouble, though. (laughs) Like, we don't care that you were trying to call 911. You still did it magically, so, you know, the whole punishing the victim thing. (laughs) The uh, Harry Potter justice system and the Harry Dresden justice system were very similar in a lot of ways. (laughs) For all their differences. Just don't do like, crimes and you've got no issues with us, okay? <laughs> How hard could that be? <laughs> but things keep trying to kill me. It's not the point. If you would just lay down and die, yeah, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't be, be in trouble, trouble with the ministry or the council. <laughs> we would all just be so much more thankful. <laughs> I'll be happier. Harry drives to Laura, who's got Thomas and a fireman carry. Apparently she's rather strong. <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. And she's no longer got a rope, you know, used it for other things. So she's like... Uh, pretty much carrying Thomas in, like, her underwear. Uh, Yeah, that's all she's got left. She only had a little flimsy robe, and that's now a sling. So, yeah, she's just, like, bra panties and... Oh, I guess she doesn't have the shoes anymore. She lost the heels. Because she used them to, yeah. Well, she has one heel. (laughs) (laughs) She's, like, lopsided. She was flown out of her heels, and then Harry used one One as a stake, and I feel like she used the other one. She would have, like, cleaned them off and put them back on. Fuck this. (laughs) Yeah. Those are high-quality shoes, damn it. They kill vampires. (laughs) Probably afford a second pair. Gonna say at this point, I also think the fact that she, like, literally, like, bludgeoned dude's face with her fists is also an inkling that, yeah, maybe she's got some strength behind her, I guess, at this point, picking up Thomas's. Look, even if you're uninjured, a fireman's carry is not comfortable. No. No. It's not really recommended for people who have been shot. I was gonna say, it's, it's it can't be that good for her, because she got eaten up a little bit by the vamps and all that, and then just the general fight and injuries. And then, yeah, she shot Thomas in the chest, and she's gonna, like, throw him over her shoulder. Right? <laughs> like, whatever. You know, if he lives, he lives. If he's gonna die, he's gonna die. Really, this isn't, you know, making it better or worse at this point. <laughs> Hopefully Thomas is just to that complete passed out point where he's not registering the pain anymore. <laughs> Either that or he's just like, oh my god. Laura's just one of those people that can play so many sides that, yeah, by the end of the night, she's coming out on top one way or the other. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. It doesn't matter. So Harry wanted them to go to his own apartment because, as we've seen with Susan, bringing vampires home when you're under siege is a really good idea. Excellent idea. <laughs> Might as well do that. The sexier, the better. <laughs> I was going to say, Susan wasn't even a sex vampire, and we saw what happened there. And now Harry's all like, all right, let's take three of them home. Yeah, yeah. He's like, we can really have fun tonight. Oh, <laughs> 
there's there's thinking there. Whoa, no. Right? You know, that's totally Harry's motivation here. Yeah. <laughs> well, even better, like the, the dossier that's been printed up on his place is like, oh, shit. Terrifying. <laughs> Don't even worry about it, Harry. I've read the dossier. I've read the report on your home. We shouldn't go there. We'll go to my house. <laughs> I think Harry really knows just how outclassed he is in some in some cases. Well, or yeah. Or that he's right. that important to be to be like a little bit of both. anybody's yeah. radar. I think partially, even knowing that the Reds want to go to war with him, I think it is just naivety that he's completely befuddled by the fact that somebody was able to. Yeah, I, maybe he doesn't know what the internet's like, but you can just go online and search up some <laughs> yeah home floor plans, floor mean, plans exactly, that, architect plans. <laughs> Or just go to the library and find know, whatever. Google Earth. I mean, Come on. <laughs> yeah, he seems a little Bribe bit... Bribe a pizza guy. It just seems naive for... You are in the middle of a war right now. That being said, I would still be terrified, even if I'd started a war, to know that people just know the layout of the my defensive house. capabilities of your yeah not even just like oh where you live and like yeah exactly and like, he's not even technically at war with the the, the white vampires like <laughs> depending on who's you're asking the, the red vampires think that it's all the vampires association together, right? yeah i mean again more likely that they're going to be on that side than his side but either way whoever did do up this report clearly felt it necessary or if not necessary just prudent to pass it out to everyone else well, no. The, Post the, it on the monster the race will totally No, the race will totally have done their own. That makes a new meaning of dark web, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> demons, demons, demons. they got a fairy Somebody web. put a lot of thought into that name, didn't they? Right. Except it's quite literal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I suppose just multiple different monsters could have all done up their own report on him. Just, <laughs> oh, I'm sure, right? And like, how many private detectives would keep running into each other as they follow Harry and around how the city? much you trust that? Like, again, right? I mean, you know, what we're getting to know about Lara and stuff like that, right? She's like, oh, I'll, I'll do my own. I don't trust the Reds' work, you know, whatever. Which is fair right? enough. I just took it as, like, one... I just took it as when Paulo Ortega had him and all his friends trailed. That you might as well be sitting down and sketching, you know, there's a door here and a window there, and you're uh. this far from the underground subway line. Yeah, granted, like you say, there's there's been enough things knocking at his door that I'm sure they've all come up with their own. They might mix and match a little bit and take some points, but... They went and interviewed the acid toad. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. What was it like in there? <laughs> Which wall had the bathroom? Which wall had the library? <laughs> exactly, right. But yeah, I could see them totally all picking out their own defensive assessment of, you know, and, and just being sure that they've covered all the bases and they find out anything else that the other guys missed or, like you say, if they've, you know, gained access to any of that, pulling bits of information, but yeah. Better hope none of those fairy people become disgruntled employees. Well, I was just going to say, right, he's had the fairies in around his home, he's had the toad demon in around his home, he's had... A few different... It's had Chauncey and the... Well, yeah, but they're only in the... Cabbage Patch doll in his basement. <laughs> That's only in there, though. You know, I mean, they're in the little circle. They couldn't see that much. I'm thinking more of the other, you know, like Kelly and Kyle and all these things coming around and, you know... Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know they're breaking into, like, the White Council stuff and, like, yeah, exactly right. They're like, they've got dossiers on everybody in there, you know, but... But yes, it's, it's kind really of... got to be probably the easiest report they've ever done. Because normally, yeah, they got to map out towers and castles and Harry's is like tiny little basement suite. And they're like, oh, done. I know. <laughs> Although we're having a hard enough time <laughs> yeah, trying to map that out. Yeah. So. 
they can actually go there. We don't have a, yeah, I was going to say, we don't have an actual visual on. But I just even love her comment, right? He's like, well, get you to my place and, you know, four it up. And she's like, you can't possibly think the basement of a boarding house is secure. And he's like, what? <laughs> she's not even doing a mic drop moment. She just yeah. fully is like, oh, come on. We all know this day. Yeah, just like, don't be silly. That's not going to. Although, really, I don't blame her because, I mean, as they're getting them in the car, she's even like, uh, you don't have a back seat. <laughs> That's why I have blankets. There's a blanket, just, you know, so, I mean, I, I can sort of get, too, from her point of view, why she's like, yeah, this isn't instilling a lot of confidence that your hoe is gonna... <laughs> He brings the pro to professional, okay? Right. But I mean, in all fairness, on the other hand, Harry has fended off a lot of things in there. He he has gotten by... Not shocking awe of everyone. To That's the why they always think they're going to be the one that won't get around. I'm shocked you made it this far, but that guy must just not have been as tough. Not that you're tougher. Just that guy must not have actually been that shit. Just under, yeah, exactly. But me, I know that I'm fucking badass. Yeah, I know I've checked out all your differences. And, and on top of that... Harry's trying not to show all of his cards to everyone all the time. He wants to keep the element of mysteriousness of being a wizard and all this. But the monsters are doing the same thing. You can't go around with a monster being like, well, this is what I did to Harry and that's what I did to Harry. Like, I doubt yeah. the fallen people know their whole bag. I doubt they're just out there bragging like, oh, yeah, we do these coins and there's this Nicodemus and we've got all these powers. Yeah, like, just the dumb ones. Yeah. You just only know, yeah, you know what you see for yourself because yeah. there's no point in going out and writing a history textbook about the fight you just had with Harry Dresden because you're going to be giving away your own pointers as well. So. You're the one that just said they all shared their their book report on his house. So make up your mind. Either they're sharing I, they're, info or they're they not. They can share Harry's weaknesses. <laughs> they're not sharing their own personal weaknesses. Oh, yeah, I see. Their own or game even plan. their own personal, not weaknesses, strengths. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case they want to go to war with Love each other. not too. weaknesses. Yes. Yeah. The official term in Latin. Yeah. But anyways, he does point out, he's like, ah, oh, whatever, it's still tough enough. And she's like, okay, but if Thomas doesn't feed, you're going to be dead. And so, unless, I don't know, you want to feed him while we're all stuck in your house, but that's, you know, kind of leaves him with another, like, well... Just went over, vampire fuck. sex party. Yeah. Um, but it does make you sort of, like, okay, because part of her point, too, is she's like, oh, no doubt Mavra and them are all going to be looking for you, and they're all going to be so... One, exactly, it's this whole, how much each tack or whatever figures they can just, like, pound on his defenses until they get in, you know? You know, it's funny, almost, that Harry gets the little breaks. Like, when is it ever safe for Harry to go home? <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, and this particular one, really, he's got to worry about the blacks. It's like, okay, they can't be out in daylight. But you know what I mean? It's like any given day of the year you know it's funny that it's like well i really only have to be worried about being attacked when there's real big stuff going on you know it's like why are they not just like constantly camped out at your you know what i mean like if the reds just fucking park there 24 7 365 either harry's stuck in his house you know what i mean yeah. but it's again it's like i guess cell phones and things you got to have a reason for it just not to and thankfully they're like hey we only really care when we're like got a really big move going on <laughs> Laura suggests her home because, well, Justine will be there and there just happens to be a doctor available right by retainer. So Harry does actually take them to the Wraiths instead. Bougie rich people houses. Super rich. You live in a gated community, but it's just your one house inside the gated community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it gives very Marcone vibes. Their next door neighbor, like, do they share like, this little Sherwood or something like that? You know, Marcone had like this you huge. Can have it in the summer months. We'll be here in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. Marcone lives there year round. <laughs> like, I'm not sharing with the fucking rates. So many of the same components, right? I was like, this big ass estate with the house well back from the road. Nobody can hear you scream. 
team and you've got way too much distance to run before they're going to chase you down and their own little pocket forest on the, you know what I mean? Only so many options for rich and evil, okay? I, 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 you know, but this this thing, right? I'm like, are they like side by side neighbors, right? Is this like little patch of little Sherwood, like, you know, shared? They got a fence running down the middle and like half of it's Marcones and half. Because again, he keeps saying that there's only, you know, like the Gold Coast and the Lake Shore and right. So they've all got to be in the same area. And I also find it interesting that Laura, as, Laura, as long as she's lived and blah, 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 blah. She doesn't know her address. Like you They don't live in Chicago full time. They just have a house here. Yeah, but still, she's obviously spent enough time there. She obviously comes back and forth enough. Doesn't sign up for any mailing lists. Okay, I'm sorry. Do you? Well, you wouldn't. Okay, never mind. You're a bad person to ask. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, Tanzan, can you remember like your last couple of addresses? You're asking the wrong person. You know. <laughs> Ugh, I know Jessica doesn't remember shit, but. Okay, fine. I'm just thinking, you know, like, again, when I... I live in a world that has always had GPS and always had contact saved to my phone. I suppose I've never the, needed to memorize anything You're ever. the weirdo that doesn't even know, like, the street exits. You know, she's like, where do I need to get off? And you're like, 16th Avenue. And she's like, no, just tell me what exit number. I'm like... I'm supposed to know the exit number? <laughs> well, it's what the GPS tells me. I'm like, well, it also tells you 16th Avenue, so. Yeah, the GPS says get off at, like, 255. I get off at 255. That is fucked, though. Who doesn't go by, like, at least a fucking street name? No, oh, because exits. there's multiple street names. You have, like, 16th North and 16th South and Oakfield Drive and Oakfield Road. And Not coming exit 255 was just one exit. Well, and if it's if it's slightly outside of Chicago, not technically inside Chicago, there like it's like my my aunt and Some uncle's like place rural where where the where it was like a off of a Range Road or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like and technically that's the address of their their mailbox, but not their actual house because you follow this gravel road like forever. I until you suddenly. Uh, I get, but I don't. I feel like this is still enough in Chicago that it's is but i'm like whatever i'm, I'm just... with laura okay memorizing addresses is for losers i guess uh, apparently my bad i didn't realize this was such a thing that people didn't know their <laughs> that's what you have an id for <laughs> pull it out and check it every time you need to type in something to amazon and not everybody thinks the same not everybody thinks the same i just again for an adult woman who's got a sub just mildly surprised me how many she... people have you you met that give directions using landmarks instead of streets oh, no. all the time directions yeah that would make sense though at least because people have it in their head as like a landmark and if they're rich somebody's been driving her that too but also laura's also got a couple hundred years of addresses to remember as well in multiple countries around the world I, which is i just again she's i was just surprised that without you know, even a specific, I'll give you directions, but it was just like, I don't know the street name. You know, I'm like, most of us know what street we live on. The four-year-old knows her address, okay? <laughs> I'm arguing with you, but I do think Laura's a weirdo here. Yes, I mean, I was going to say, you guys do at least know what street you live on or whatever, right? I'm going to forget right now. Just to you, make a point. You do it. This, anyways. But yes. I don't know. I'm just, is that like just against a thing to not have to I don't know. pick where she lives? I don't know what it's called, but I just drive here and here. Harry calls it Little Sherwood area, which is very ironic that that's where you're going to send people as in big bad guys live in Sherwood. It's like, hmm, okay. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean is that, that whole, because they've got the whole little teeny forest on there again. Like. Yes, but also Sherwood Forest, you know, go steal from the rich, give to the poor. Laura extends guest rights for the entire time that Harry's there, which is why he's like, okay, I guess that's good enough, even though you are not the person to be extending guest rights. I don't really have a choice here. 
Well, yeah, because she notices him getting kind of nervous because, yeah, he notices that all of a sudden when they get to the gate, there's, like, still, like, a mile or a half a mile, right? He starts realizing just, like, how far, like, A lot of body dumping ground out here. A lot of body dumping ground, not getting far enough, right? And Laura Laura sort of notices, and she's like, I did extend, like, you have nothing to fear from me tonight. And, yeah, he's like, that's cool, but you're not, like, the head head. So if anybody else decides to, oops, accidentally drop an anvil on my head. My bad. complete ignorance. And yeah, yeah, he's still got to get Inari and Thomas looked after. Weirdly so. distrustful of vampires. Weirdly. And Even yet, though they've barely done anything to him. Ever. And yet he still goes along and trusts them. He gets bored easily. It's right. I'm here now. I might as well just. And these ones are pretty. These ones are very pretty. So he's going to hope. That she can hold to her word. That again, not even just that she can't attack them anymore tonight, but she would. So weak. She'd be gonna hope. uh, uh, Honor bound to also defend them. So you know, yeah. Here's here's hope. Unfortunately, arriving at the house means the arrival of some other super fun parties. Yeah. So, and okay, so I like this. So when they do pull up and he goes to take out, so he's being all snitty here. She's like, I'll get Thomas. You help Anari. He's like, you're the one that shot him. I'll get Thomas. She's like, whatever, fine. <laughs> as you wish. But then he's like, yeah, right, as you wish. Um, but he uh, he doesn't want to put Thomas in a fireman's carry because he's afraid oh, it'll hurt him. guys? I loved him from the beginning. Yeah, because <laughs> the, the as you wish. I thought you meant because you put him in a fireman's carry. I was like, what? Yes. <laughs> As you were. <laughs> oh my god, Wesley, what have I done? So Harry hauls him up in like this dead man's care, the, like a kid or whatever the fuck, trying not to. And I mean, I have to admit, I mean, I guess, again, with the whole vampire thingy, I guess. But I was like, yeah, it seems like, like really, Laura, like you would have been able to carry him the other way more easily, right? But you're just like, who cares? Who cares if this injures him more? Who ca-? You know, like again, because Harry's like, I don't know the extent of all his injuries and things. Laura's like, who cares if we snap his spine? Like, I don't know. Thomas still tried to betray her tonight. She's still a little mad. Yeah, this is still her little like, oh, it's, it's this, to advantage if he dies anyway. This is that sibling love. Like, I'll help you, but I'm going to poke you in while <laughs> you do it. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Did that hurt? <laughs> yeah, sibling rivalry goes <laughs> hard. Let me just pour the iodine over this. Supernatural. (laughs) Right. But yeah, but the puppy gets all pissy with her. And she's like, what is wrong with your animal? He's like, I keep telling everyone it's not mine. He's like, yeah, and he scoops him up and he's like, there, I've come the ferocious beast. (laughs) Lars gives him a dirty look. Up they go, and then lo and behold, just as she's doing the nice voice-activated door lock, another car pulls up. It's kind of a fun little moment, too, where, like, he gets out, the like, the driver and stuff gets out, and then the other car pulls up, and the driver and stuff gets out. Wait, what? <laughs> Tiring the same two sets of twins is weird. It's so a, a weird preference. With You know what? Everything about Wraith is a little, like, already the way he deals, like, doesn't tell Inari shit about, you know, she's just going to magically find out one day, and... And, again, the way he's, like, super creepy with, like, all of his kids and his influence and his... Maybe it's a vampire thing, because, like, Bianca had a thing for twins, too, right? No, maybe. That's not the only set of twins. Maybe, yeah, Kyle and Kelly were, I don't know. Twins are just so untrustworthy to begin with. They fit so well in the supernatural world. It's like they're (laughs) just already so... supernatural pact between them already. (laughs) (laughs) They're just primed for it. Actually, we really like twins. So I was just going to say, sorry. if anybody out there, I actually, yeah. No way. I'm against you. <laughs> Officially, the McAnally's podcast, as said by me. 
Thoughts and opinions voiced here are not necessarily <laughs> two sets, male and female twins. Oh, obviously the, the the driver bodyguard set, and this other dude gets out, and he's like kind of handsome, like kind of handsomer than Thomas even, <laughs> which is just hard for my brain to compute. It's hard to compute, but hilarious that Harry's the one who says it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> What a pretty man. He's like, <laughs> very a, pretty man. What a very He's prettier pretty. than Thomas. Oh my God. But hey, can we now acknowledge at least that it's not just the women? We get a pretty thorough go over of, of Papa Rafe here. <laughs> you know? That's quite the description. Six feet tall, dark hair, pale of flesh. There's a scarlet gem of some kind in his left earlobe. Like, he's, like, taking this guy in. <laughs> long, spatulate fingers, broad shoulders. Eyes of a drowsy jaguar. And then Laura's like, shit. <laughs> yeah, she's she's pretty unhappy about this development. Meanwhile, she's still supporting an injured Inari. He's still holding frickin' Thomas. <laughs> like, quite the actress, though. Laura. Yes. She slips into her role very quickly. Hmm. Hey, nothing to see. Why, that's an interesting outfit. You know, long night. <laughs> Which, again, is another level of creepy. That his daughter is standing here in nothing but, like, her bra and panties covered in, like, gore. And he's just like, oh, yeah, that's an interesting choice. You know, like, no, like, oh, my God, I don't want to see you like this. None, no embarrassment from her that she's standing there in her, like, probably see-through underwear in front of, you know. It's like, a cold reception. A cold reception, but also just, like, I'm sorry. I, I would be mortified if my mom walked in on me in my yes. underwear, let alone my dad if I was in, like, skimpy porn I underwear. I don't want to take away from the fact that Lord Wraith is just creepy to the max outside of his whole sex vampire <laughs> race. But in this case, I feel like it's just the minimum sex vampire race thing. It's yeah, like, yeah, probably, whatever. But again, yeah, right? Just that's that. just that's how we yeah. eat food. That's well, yeah. It's Watching just... all your family members and fellow civilization just constantly walk around covered in gore and panties is the baseline for life with them. Whatever, eh? <laughs> covered in gore and panties. I just. <laughs> Well, sure, you know, once you get covered in gore, those panties are just going to stick all over. Wardrobe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, this is Daddy Wraith. Welcome to the party, bro. We missed you. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us to do what we do. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at www.patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 19. Lord Wraith and Harry have a rather awkward introduction. Just before Lord Wraith has one of his goons execute Harry, Laura tells him of her truce with him. Inari is taken to be seen by the doctor, and Laura helps Harry take Thomas to his quarters. Justine is there and realizes what is at stake, and chooses to help heal Thomas. So yeah, so he's all like, alright, so what's been going on here, you know, a daughter of mine? And Inari's like, we got mugged. Like, that makes sense, like, right? We got mugged. And Laura and Papa, yeah, sure, that makes total sense. I'm sure that's what happened. Oh, you poor thing, <laughs> you know? 
Gaslighting to the max. Right? He's, yeah, and then he's all like, Laura, how could you let this happen? Like, I'm sorry. I was like, I let her get mugged, you know? <laughs> like, You're right, Daddy. It's all I do is I just constantly take her down dark alleys waiting for somebody to jump out at us. Yeah, Anari let herself into the dark alley. The hell, little girl. Right? Chasing after your sister. That's what you get for clubbing wizards over the head. She failed all of the horror movie rules. Really? Right? Mm -hmm. Or succeeded, depending which way you look at it. Yeah, she's still alive. Prime. Still alive. But other than that, Prime. Not based on her own merit, but she's still alive. Harry interrupts with the point that Thomas is dying. Um, (laughs) Wraith doesn't take so well to Harry, and and so he adds a please (laughs) to to the shutting of Mel. Would you both shut up and help? Please. I like how his, his automatic reaction is just like, wow, rude. Okay, cheat this guy. <laughs> Lord's like, wait, wait, no. I sort of told him he could come over. <laughs> I've invited him. <laughs> and then, you know, forget all about Anari here and give dad the run low on what actually happened tonight. We were attacked by the black vampires and Harry helped us get away. So maybe you can also be chill with Harry tonight, please. <laughs> So yeah, we discovered that this doctor she keeps on hand, too, is one of her little playthings. Because he's all like, uh, you could have gone to the hospital. And she's like, eh, not really. And then, yeah, he's like, does he have enough, like, brain cells left to treat her? <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> like, eh, I'm like, nice to know what your retainer is for her. <laughs> you know? It's like... Well, he does at least hold up the, the, the 24-hour truce is what it sounds like because he does he does tell uh, his goons to take Inari to the doctor and then tells Wizard Dresden where Thomas cha- cha- Thomas's chambers are. So Harry is turning out to be quite the celebrity because he's already upon sight been recognized by yeah. Lord Wraith. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Bob Wraith knows who he is on site. Which, I mean, come on, you just found out they had a defensive assessment of your home. So <laughs> Clearly I'm sure shots. he's seen a, yeah, I'm sure he's seen a pick or two of you, Harry. <laughs> Whose house are we staking out? <laughs> well, that's the head honcho that's definitely. Yeah, it's great. It's not like some of the lower guys like did a report and <laughs> the CEO saw it, man. Yeah, exactly right. Knows my name on site. Fuck me. So yes, eventually they get going and they're like, oh, I think Thomas's girl is in her chambers. Why don't you take him there? Because he obviously needs to feed to uh, uh, recuperate here. Harry acts so surprised by this. Like Laura wasn't saying that the whole time. Yeah, I know. We can't right? go back to your place. Thomas needs to feed. If he doesn't feed soon, he'll be dead in an hour. If he doesn't, and then they get back here and it's like, okay, go feed on Justine. And he's like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? I did not agree to that shit at all. Right. Mm, but didn't you kind of? And they have their whole little, like, have a little back and forth, him and Laura, about dad on the way down there and everything like this. And this is the other thing, small point, but it annoys me. They get there and she's like, here's, so meanwhile, Anari's been taken off. He's got the puppy in his pocket. He's got Thomas in his hand. Laura's got nothing. She's just holding on to nothing, not carrying anything, not doing nothing. And they've got two bodyguards with them. And they got two bodyguards with them. And they get to the door and Harry opens the door. Have you, I have trouble opening the door when my hands are full of like a coffee cup and a backpack. I thought she takes them from him. Like, she takes over carrying. Oh, is that why? Okay, I'd yeah. forgotten that part. Okay. I missed where that was. Because, yeah, that was my whole issue. I was like, he's fucking fumbling with Thomas, and she's still... Okay. They All go right. up a stairwell, and then Harry has to, like, steady himself against the... Oh, okay, and that's when she takes up. Yeah, and she says it like, okay, whatever. No <laughs> Easy. I got this. Mm-hmm. What's so difficult about this, Harry? Gosh. I do like the, the moment, my father does not like you. I suspect he wishes to kill you. And I get that a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, this is just... We're going to say it over and over and over again for the next 15 bucks, but Harry keeps being all, he knew me on sight, that scared. You started 
a fucking war. Yes. <laughs> Everyone knows who you are. No one was oh, like, yeah, oh, that. that's interesting, but I don't really care enough to go looking up who that is. Like, Harry's got a really shitty self-esteem. <laughs> like, like, he's like, right. nobody knows me. I'm, I'm nobody. I'm all... I'm, I'm, I'm just, it just seems... They know me. They really know me. 21st century. Okay, if we go pass out pictures of Franz Ferdinand, See, a lot of people probably won't be able to pick him out. 50 years ago, though. <laughs> Bet you they knew who that guy was, right? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like, um... A really cool band? Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like, again, is this like your own personal biases and things like that, right? Harry, like, can't watch the news, can't surf the net. So it's just you automatically assume, like, nobody else can, right? You forget everyone else has act Like, you don't think or act that way. There's so you're, like, newspaper. you're Harry's surprised by, like, other... Yeah, okay, but Harry's not in the... Uh, Newspapers, perhaps <laughs> he hopes not. Just He's yellow pages. Mis mysterious, yeah, mysterious buildings keep like or buildings keep mysteriously burning down, but they never catch the guy. He's who probably does it. like one of those weird local celebrity celebrities that everybody kind of knows, but he doesn't know because like well, yeah, his like lack of the like, local exactly what you're saying. But they're like, yeah, that this guy is like a wizard detective, the, the like, local nut or whatever. That? And he shows he go he was on these talk shows and everything. <laughs> right, local Just becomes your own shows. local cryptid without even meaning to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's face it. He's he's almost big. He's almost like a big foot with the whole. You know, I see him constantly. I wonder how many of those pictures are of Dresden. <laughs> you know, lurking around in his big coat and his all shit. Because like half the time he doesn't have time for a haircut or anything. You know, Serene. I know you're in there. <laughs> so yeah, whatever his reasons for not expecting to be recognized, I don't know. Just a funny guy. So while they're, while they're walking, Harry does notice the driver is following them, and Laura explains that they'll they'll take care of Justine's body, and Thomas loses control. Yeah, this is this is where he gets all surprised by it. He's like, "Body? What body?" She's like, "Um, the thing we've been talking about, like you say the whole time that he needs to feed deeply." <laughs> oh, that body! <laughs> by the way, it's going to be Justine. What? <laughs> like, fuck Harry. I, and just as a side note here, non sequitur, Thomas's room, like sweet jazz, the center of the room with a fireplace with incense going on. Like this is like the 70s floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's the, it's the, it's the, the fact that, the, that there's a pit in the middle is like very much like, like that 70s round room. Every swingers party ever, kind of. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's very. Like James Bond esque, sort of. <laughs> right. It fits with the whole Bond villain house i guess right. you know now we'll have like a bond villain sex orgy pit here too <laughs> which they never got to show in the bond film as jess gets more and more uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> i don't watch james bond movies that often but i don't remember any of them <laughs> no that that was inappropriate you can't have orgies bond was just always one-on-one -on -one with all of them. <laughs> he he went through an orgy amount of girls per movie but just one at a time <laughs> behind the doorway next <laughs> but yeah but now, I know, okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one that got that total, yeah, it's exactly right, like, yeah, the 70s love pad, kind of, come on, Jessica, you've seen that 70s show, you didn't, you didn't automatically get this Again, vibe. Like, <laughs> Thomas was only born. Well, so was I, but, I mean, I've never actually been to a 70s porn he's, pit. He's Just that like, older, older <laughs> sibling that, like, you know, he's picks up some some stuff from right right she's like oh i loved that generation check this shit out yeah this right right did laura like decorate this room for him or she it just used like, to be her room or just yeah, he's just like flipping through old family albums and be like oh i want that that is so retro cool i would say more likely if you are part of a prestigious rich sex 
vampire family with multiple houses. Just every room's already got a theme. Like, <laughs> this is like the Fantasyland Hotel. It's like the truck room and the Polynesian room. He's just got the 70s swinger room when he... <laughs> Everyone has their preference. It's like you show up. One you, sh- yeah. you show up, you're like, who's in residence? They're like, oh, the Roman room is already taken, but we can leave you like the 70 shag suite. He's like, oh, fine. You know? <laughs> exactly. That's how I imagine how their houses go. <laughs> could be. Could be. You've got yeah. that many rooms with that many houses. You've got to switch it up. Yeah. Who's, who's there first? Who took which one? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so they bring him in, lay him down, blah, 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 and Justine comes out. She's so attentive. <gasps> oh, my God, Thomas. She's, she's all nervous at first. Like, at first she's like, oh, shit, because she takes in what this is going to mean, right? And then she's all like, oh, Yeah, she's cute. pretty perceptive. Yeah. She and sees then, the driver, too, and goes. Yeah, and then Harry's like, you don't have to do this. And she's like, I kind of do. Like, I, I love him enough to do, you know? And they're like, like I don't know. Freaking feed him the driver. And she's like, no, no, no. I can't, you know? Right. And so you get this whole, like, she's scared. She doesn't want. But again. Like, like Justine isn't like, hey, can we find some, like, scullery maid that you guys have, like, you know, who else was going to be on the menu tonight, <laughs> you know? Well, like, you would think that they would c- kind of carry, a, like, a harem. Were you, you just going to say, they've got it, right? Who are they feeding on? There's got to be some people around this thing. It's not like, I mean... I guess they each brought their Clearly, own. Clearly, everyone's in charge of their own food. I, I guess. This is like, rude to ask to share. This is like uh, like a roommate situation in the family home. You're like, I'm tired. My of name is on me. this milk. Your name exactly. is on this milk. <laughs> you know? Thomas is just way too picky. It's just like him only eating chicken fingers. Right. <laughs> it's like, Anari's like, you're going to get your people grease all over my tofu pizza. Can we like not, you know? <laughs> like we just keep this shit separate you buy your stuff i'll buy my stuff and yeah exactly but yeah you would think they would have some kind of communal appetizers or something somewhere but no communal because <laughs> 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 only a few episodes ago me and tanzan were like we would try vampire and i was like that's too close to cannibalism we're not doing it i mean it's not vampires eating humans you're like serve them up on platter why don't you have 50 to choose from okay but that's the whole vampire humans thing. eating I, vampires not allowed vampires eating humans where are the humans <laughs> okay but this is how this works i didn't say i was gonna partake i don't want to eat humans or vampires but i fully acknowledge the fact that vampires eat people it's a part of their natural diet okay i just don't want to get okay. away of- i don't want a cow to start eating me but i fully expect i've got no issues with eating a cow okay that's just <laughs> how it is i will say the one thing in justine's favor here is that it is not consenting to being eaten like the way that the black vampires or the red vampires would come and eat you. That's You're being true. asked to be sexed to death. That's true. Slightly less scary. Which is one of those things right. that everybody says is, you know, what a way to go, right? If you gotta go, you might as well go happy in the whole shebang. And I've decided that Inari is gonna develop a taste for, for like, tree planters. <laughs> She, the clothes, she, that's what a vegan vampire is, is you just eat vegans. <laughs> like the tree huggers and the, hmm, this one tastes like granola. <laughs> but they have it. It was their whole little conversation in here beforehand is Justine's like, so what happened? And he's like, oh, Lara shot him. And she's like, Lara? And he's like, yeah. She's like, okay, <laughs> cool. Oh, yeah. And then these other bunch of guys just jumped us and it became a whole thing. But uh, clearly yeah. you should trust Laura. Right. Well, I mean, 
in all fairness, he does say, like, it didn't seem like she liked the idea, but sure gave it a try, <laughs> you know? It's like, uh, is that something? <laughs> yeah, they, they kind of move over that that quickly and then, yeah, get into the whole whatever, right, of, of less about how he got in that condition and now how are we going to fix him? Well, and Harry can't really argue with her anyways because his um, cocaine bear high is, like, just left him. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah, that belt buckle thing is done. Right. Yeah, he's jobby. And again, right, it's that whole, like, consent thing and whatever, you know, even even though they totally threw Justine under the bus here, last minute it's still sort of her choice. She's deciding. And she's very optimistic. She's like, maybe too much. Like, you know, we do like each other. There's a thing where he might stop himself. And Harry's not as optimistic as but. Well, even outside of this, he says, there's another part that Thomas that would rather you just be alive and happy, even if it means you can't be. Yeah. And Justine's all like, I literally can't be alive and happy without the vampire mojo jojo. Yeah. Thomas is the only one for me, so it's worth it. It's either with Thomas or just not at all. Yeah, she's like, I can't. Dramatic, but. Dramatic, but young love. I mean, we've already established that as perceptive and whatever, Justine is also a little loony, so, you know, I don't know. Her her rationality might not be as completely yeah. rational as others. I think you're right, though. This conversation would have gone a lot differently had he not been coming off the high because he gives in so easily. Yeah. To a point that I feel is not typical of his normal. Right gallant saving the girl every time priorities he's like well guess we lost this one boys i need a nap yeah yeah pretty much right. he's like she shuffles him out of the room she's like just tell him that i love him and you know and then yeah that's it he's like gone thanks harry you've always helped us (laughs) this concludes our episode 12.13 as you wish Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and machinalis.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magical eye and see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. 